how it began, Doris. Yeah. Anthony goes over to Dwight. When Dwight stands up, Anthony puts his hands on him, and that seems to agitate Dwight Howard. And this... What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Rick Knows Hoops. I'm your host, Tyreek. Be sure to leave a like, subscribe if you are new. This is a place where we talk all about NBA basketball, so if you love hoops, this is the place for you. And there's a lot to talk about after Friday night's games, but the main thing that I think is on a lot of basketball fans' minds is what's going on with the LA Lakers. They're 0-2. They really struggled last night against the Phoenix Suns. I think they were down by as much as 32 points at one point in the second half. They tried to fight back late, but it was a little bit of too little, too late for them. And Russell Westbrook hasn't looked great. Um... Guys were arguing on the bench last night, so it's like, what's going on? Should we be worried about them? Um, what's is there going to be a potential move like Russell Westbrook to the bench? I've been hearing that a lot. I don't know, but let's go ahead and dive into not just that game, but some other games that I was able to watch last night. I mean, man, just overall, the Lakers just did not look like the team that we thought that we were going to get coming into the season. Um, they looked a lot worse last night than they even did in their first game. I think in their first game, you know, LeBron and AD were still dominant. Last night, they weren't dominant. AD really struggled. He was 6 for 18, but honestly, his numbers looked better than what his play was, you know, with the eye test. He, he was really struggling. He couldn't finish on the inside against DeAndre Ayton. It was a tough game for AD. And LeBron just never really um, got a rhythm. He, he was shooting the three-ball well, but he never really got a good rhythm in this game. Um, a lot of people might point to the officiating being a little off. It was a weirdly officiated game last night. It seemed like it was more in favor of the Phoenix Suns. But I don't know how much that would have really changed the game because the Lakers just struggled. They they just really struggled. Um, the Westbrook dynamic, man, it's, it's going to take time if it ever does work. It's going to take a lot of time because this is an adjustment for LeBron. This is an adjustment for AD. And it's a big adjustment for, for Russell Westbrook because... He's never been, you know, the third fiddle on any team that he's been on in the NBA. When he was in OKC, even though they had three really good players, James Harden was the third fiddle. He was coming off the bench. Russell Westbrook was, you know, the sidekick to KD. And he's pretty much been number two his entire career, except for the year he won MVP. Um, he's pretty much been, like, you know, comfortable with being the second option. But now you bump him down to the third option. It's tough for a guy to really find a rhythm as a third option. So even though, like, his, his counting numbers may not look bad. 15 points, 11 rebounds, 9 assists. It definitely was not a good game. Um, a lot of that, a lot of those points came in like the last six minutes of the game in the fourth quarter. Um, it it was a t it was a tough outing. It's been a tough couple games start. Um, I, I'm in the camp. I believe once they get Wayne Ellington back, uh, Trevor Ariza, Talon Horn Tucker, I think they're gonna look a lot better. Because right now it's just they don't really have a lot of spacing. Wayne Ellington's going to help with that spacing because you got Ken Bazemore in there. Ken Bazemore is not really you know a sharpshooter from downtown. Um, you're going to have Trevor Reason who can stretch the floor. I think it's going to help out a lot. Um, I'm I'm interested um, just to see. It's it's a lot with this team, man. It's a lot. I think it's going to take a lot of time for them just to be able to gel. And then you're adding guys back into the rotation when they get healthy. It's going to take even more, you know, of a grace period to get everybody acclimated. So it's it's tough for the Lakers. Um, I guess the good sign is, like, LeBron still looks, you know, pretty strong early on. But last night they got they got wood, man. And then the guys were arguing on the bench. Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard were arguing on the bench. Um, AD pushed Dwight, like, into the chair. Like, it, it got pretty dicey last night. It got pretty dicey just between them as teammates. So 
that's just how the Phoenix Suns, they, they really dominated that game, man. Shout out to the Suns because this is the Phoenix Suns team that I'm expecting to see this season. I think they should have a chip on their shoulder. Now, instead of being um, the feel-good story like they were last year, they should really have a chip on their shoulder this year because a lot of people don't think that the Suns can get back to the finals. And I'm in the camp. I think the Phoenix Suns should still be one of the you know favorites in the Western Conference. I think they got better over you know over the course of the offseason. And last night, they looked really good. DA looked very good early on. Uh, Mikhail Bridges had a very good game. Chris Paul became the first player in NBA history with 20,000 points and 10,000 assists in a career. That's great. Um, Book, I swear Book's ca uh, counting numbers probably don't look great, but he had a big impact in this game. Uh, he had 22 points. He was 9-19, but I think he started off like 1-6. for six. Um, he, he played a really good game in my eyes when I was watching. He was hitting some big, timely shots that, you know, when the uh, floodgates started to open up, it was Devin Booker getting buckets. Um, so that's this Phoenix Suns team does a lot by committee and they played really well last night I'm excited to see this team the rest of the season that's for the Lakers it's it's tough to really just gauge man I, I don't know you're gonna hear a lot about until Russell Westbrook starts playing um, like himself or if he ever starts playing like himself you're gonna be hearing a lot of well should he come off the bench should he this I don't know um, it might actually look better if he did come off the bench like for himself and maybe for you know the starting five and stuff but you're gonna wanna have you're gonna have to finish games with your best players on the floor and are you gonna you know have somebody that's making like 40 million dollars you know not on the floor when the game is on the line the most I don't think that's really the case so it's gonna be LeBron uh the coach the Lakers coaching staff Frank Vogel they have a lot to work on you know as the season goes on the good sign is it's only we're only two games in. That's the good thing. It's only two games in. And you play two really good teams, you know, to start the season. But, you know, the Lakers, LeBron, AD, they're not, they're trying to, you know, win a championship. So it's not like they don't want any more victories. Like, okay, we lost to two very good teams to start the season. It's, that's not the case. Uh, they dropped two home games. They're going to want to bounce back. Um, their schedule gets a little lighter. I know they got OKC, I think, a couple times within, like, the next week or so. So they'll have a chance to... I say, you know, build a little bit of confidence with their unit right now. And hopefully guys get back healthy and that should help them out a lot. But somehow the Philadelphia 76ers ended up blowing like a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter to a Nets team that was struggling all game long. But some big plays down the stretch. Uh, James Harden was able to wake up down the stretch a little bit. KD hit some big shots. And then LaMarcus Aldridge hit the biggest shot of the game at M1 in the paint. And the Nets end up pretty much stealing this game from Philly. Um, Philly's been in the news so much with off-the-court stuff. Now, um, I said I wasn't going to talk about Ben Simmons, but now Ben Simmons is like, he says he's not mentally ready, so it's like a mental health thing now, which, you know, you got to respect. If he says that, hopefully it's true, that it is, you know, a mental aspect, which there might be a mental blockage, you know, between him not being able to take jump shots and then passing up on layups and stuff. That might be a mental blockage, so hopefully... He gets everything sorted out. You got to take mental health seriously. Um, Philly, or I'm sorry, Joel Embiid told the fans, like, we got to support Ben. We got to support Ben. Uh, now, it's, it's like everybody's kind of backtracking everything that's been said over, like, the past six months, which is kind of interesting. But they kind of blew this game, man. Uh, they, they blew this game big time. Uh, Joel Embiid wasn't amazing. He was not amazing. But Kevin Durant was. Kevin Durant had a triple-double. Um, interested to see... The playmaking dynamic of KD now because he's basically the second, you know, best, you know, playmaker on this team, you know, alongside James Harden. So it's going to be interesting. Um, the Nets, 
two games early on against two good teams. They got blown out one of them. And this one they were able to battle back and win. Two road games. Um, good victory for them for sure. Very good victory. Especially when, you know, guys like like Blake Griffin didn't play well. Nick Claxton didn't play well. Joe Harris played better than he did in the first game. But LaMarcus Aldridge, man, he did, he did not look good in opening night at all. Last night, 10 of 12 in just 22 minutes, 23 points. And he hit the go-ahead shot down the stretch. So that's a big game from Aldridge. And this is another team, you know, they got some new pieces in here. This might take a little bit of time to, you know, get everybody on the same page. Um, Bruce Brown still hasn't played, which is kind of interesting. He was a DMP coach's decision last night. I'm in the camp. I think Bruce Brown's a very impactful player. I think he should get some more minutes. But I don't know. I've heard some people say it like two different ways. Maybe, you know, because Bruce Brown is a reliable player, they're not going to play him early on because they want to get some other guys like Javon Carter and some others, you know, getting acclimated to the new system and stuff. So I don't know. I think Bruce Brown should get more minutes, but good victory for the Nets last night. The best game last night, which this might sound crazy, it was the Indiana Pacers and the Washington Wizards. Went to overtime. Wizards ended up getting the victory. Miles Turner for the Pacers had 40 points. That was probably the most shocking thing that you could have seen all day yesterday. Miles Turner had, having 40 points. But Spencer Dinwiddie is still a very good player. Coming off of the torn ACL last season, still a very, very good player. He had 34 points, 9 assists. He had some big-time shots down the stretch last night. No Bradley Beal in this game out with an injury. Very good game for Spencer Dinwiddie. That's why they brought him there in the offseason. And look, the Wizards are 2-0. I love what I've seen so far. I think the Wizards can be a team that can sneak into the playoffs potentially, man. I think this is going to be a fun team, new new head coach. I think I really like this Wizards team. They have a, a deep rotation, man. They have a very deep rotation. Maybe one of the deepest teams in the league when it comes to guys that can play quality minutes. I think the Wizards are that kind of team. And once Bradley Beal's back and healthy and stuff, they're going to continue to be a, a fun team to watch. Definitely a fun team to watch at the very least. But I think they can win some games in, this season, in the Eastern Conference this season and potentially make the playoffs. I guess I'll talk about the Celtics. Um, they're bad. That's my. I guess that's an overreaction. But no, they looked very bad last night against the Toronto Raptors. Scotty Barnes gave them 25. Shout out to the Rook in his second game. 25 points. Uh, Jalen Brown struggled um, coming off of his best career game, he had one of his worst career games. He had one of his worst. Jason Tatum was better, but only took 14 shots. Only took one free throw. I don't like seeing that from Jason Tatum. And just, you know, Al Horford's first game back wasn't great. It was just not a good game from them overall. Just everybody played bad. I think this team still lacking some playmaking. Um, they are still lacking some playmaking. Marcus Smart can't really be that for them. He's a good playmaker, but... I think this team needs something a little more than that, man. I would like to see some more Josh Richardson minutes maybe at the at the league guard because I think Josh Richardson can be a good playmaker. I think he could probably be the best playmaker in this team, you know, from the from the guard wing aspect. So Celtics, Ime Udoka, first season as a head coach, you got a lot to figure out. Because this is a bad this is a bad loss. Toronto's not supposed to be a great team this year. They are kind of a young team trying to bridge, you know, the the past successes with, you know, the new young core. Pascal Siakam is not even playing in the early part of the season because of injury. And you play really bad. Shout out to Gary Trent having a very good game. Um, yeah, Celtics struggling. So we'll see how they bounce back next time out. But uh, Coach Udoka has a lot to, to iron out. I, I just, I wanted the Sacramento Kings to beat the Utah Jazz so bad last night because I think this would have been a very good win 
to build some confidence going into the rest of the season. And they just lost it in the most Kings fashion, like, like ever. I mean, the Jazz were able to close the game out, but the Kings had a chance. They had got to stop. They were down by three. Uh, Buddy Hill threw a, threw a go-ahead pass up the court, and the pass was just all the way off target. So Tyrese Halliburton had to, like, try and save it out of bounds, and then the led to a fast break and one dunk by Rudy Gobert. It was just the most Kings way to lose a game. But overall, I like what I'm seeing from the Sacramento Kings so far this season. They're playing um, a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball. You know, they gave up 121 the other night. They did a good job on Damian Lillard, which is something that a lot of teams can't really say. And last night, Davion Mitchell was in the pockets of Donovan Mitchell. He was guarding up on D. Mitchell. And I, I like what I'm seeing from the same. Harrison Barnes had another good game. Um, once, once the Aaron Foxy is going... I, I don't know. This The Kings are definitely a team that will be competing for the play-in. I think they are above. I think they're right there with, like, the Minnesota Timberwolves of, like, teams that can get, like, the 9 and 10 seeds out west. Um, I'm not really sold on, like, the Pelicans, who we're going to talk about in a second. I'm not sold on them. Even when Zion comes back, I'm really not sold on them. But I think a team like the Sacramento Kings, this can be their year to get into that play-in. Same thing with the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think those two teams were kind of primed to to have a shot to get in the play in. Um, and, you know, that's with De'Aaron Fox not having a good game last night. He was five for nineteen. Like I said, once he gets, you know, really going, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough, you know, young team to, you know, play every night. I think they're gonna be fun up and down the court. I think very worse are gonna be a team that you you will want to tune into every night if you got a league pass. But um Oh, I didn't. Marvin Bagley got minutes last night. I thought he wasn't in a rotation, but now he got ten minutes a game. Um, that's just such an interesting situation. I want to see what happens with that. Hopefully, he just plays a little bit and they trade him because this is going to be quick. He needs a fresh start, and the team needs to you know just get rid of that. They need to get rid of him so they can you know be done with each other. He, Marvin Bagley needs a fresh start. I still think there's a lot of talent there. It's just not working in Sacramento. The Chicago Bulls, man. I told y'all, in the, when I seen them in the preseason, I'm like, this team's going to be fun. This team is going to be fun to watch. Their opening night in Detroit was not fun. It was a nasty, defensive, just guys couldn't hit shots all game. But last night, they were up and down. They were running. They were in transition. I love what I seen from the Bulls. Of course, Zach Levine's going to do his thing. Um, but Lonzo Ball, we got to talk about Zo, man. Triple-double, 17, I think 10 and 10. Very good game. I like just I I like what I've seen from Zoe so far. He looks so much more confident compared to you know the last couple of seasons in New Orleans. He just seems more confident, more consistently confident. Because he'll have times he would have times in New Orleans where he would be confident, but it wouldn't you know last for too long. So far, so good. I like what I've seen from Zoe. The Mortar Rosen, I think he pl- he played a lot better last night than he did in his opening game. I'm still waiting for Vucevic to get going, but I mean they got so many good options. That Vucevic doesn't have to be, you know, a 25-point scorer like he was in Orlando. He can be, you know, true to what he is, and that's a good playmaking big and somebody you can run some offense through at times. Uh, like Dallas Caruso minutes, of course. Javante Green, they call him the Wu in Chicago. Um, he's, I think he's one of those guys that can be an X-factor off that bench because he does a lot of, you know, good things. Um, I'm really excited for this Bulls team. Uh, they beat the Pelicans. I talked about the Pelicans Um I don't. I'm not really buying them, especially without Zion. But even when Zion gets back, I'm. I, I don't know what I'm gonna expect. Um, apparently, Zion's weighing like 320 pounds right now, so that's not a good sign. So I'm not really expecting too much from the Pelicans. 
know for the foreseeable future but the Bulls I love what I saw and I'll just give you all a quick rundown for the games that I did not get to watch um Miles Bridges led the Hornets to a win he had 30 points shout out to Miles who was not a starter for the for the uh, Hornets so that's a good sign um the Knicks got a a win that you're supposed to get beating up on the Magic. Uh, Jalen Suggs had a pretty solid stat line, though. I want to shout out the rookie. 14-7-8. Uh, Julius Randle almost had a triple-double, 21-10-7. Then we get to the Rockets getting a big win over OKC. Christian Wood had a big game, 31-14. And, and the Rockets get their first win of the season. And lastly, uh, didn't get to watch this game, but the Nuggets were able to get a close victory against the Spurs, Nikola Jokic, 32-16-7, and seven, the MVP, picking up where he left off. And that's a wrap for this video. Be sure to leave a like and subscribe if you have not already. And I'll catch y'all next time with some more games to talk about, man. Peace.